Now, a question that we often get asked by people is, where should I spend my hard-earned money and marketing budget to uh, to give me the best uh, bang for my buck, really, when it comes to uh, promoting my business online and, you know, in other areas as well? Well, as one year ends and another year's about to start, um, the priorities are changing. And uh, that's the subject of today's podcast. So if you want to stay tuned and, and listen to where would be the best places to spend your hard-earned marketing cash, in 2014, then uh, then stay with us. Welcome to the Recruitment Marketing Podcast with Denise Oyston and Sharon Newey. Marketing can transform the growth of your recruitment business and faster than most people realize. So join in now as we discuss how marketing can generate more clients and increase your talent pool. So let's think then about this question of where would be a good um, place to use my marketing budget in 2014? What's going to work? What maybe is old hat now and uh, which areas are growing? So what I'm going to do is cover um, a number of key areas here that um, in my experience and seeing how the conversations have been moving in the last few months and uh, I belong to a couple of um, sort of mentoring groups around online marketing and marketing in general and seeing the trends there. What, what is a good place to actually invest your money and what's, the, what's happening in the market? So first thing is actually have some money to invest. And I always call market, marketing is an investment. And even in our business, and we're in a marketing business, to me, it's an investment because it's going to produce a return for me. So obviously, you want to make sure that whatever you invest your money in gives you the best return. So first thing is, is actually have a marketing budget. I think in the last few years, the recruitment sector has been depressed along with the the, the recession that's been going on. Obviously, you know, the two are very linked. And um, that has meant that many people have been maybe doing it themselves or trying to really um, create their business very much on a shoestring. And that's, you know, it is what it is. However, in 2014, the opportunity is improving. The, there's, a, there's a definite upswing. If there's ever a time to invest in your marketing, then it's now. Because what's great is with that ups, uh, upswing is that people have choice. And choice is a big leveler because what happens then is people don't necessarily come to your recruitment company. They'll go to a recruitment company that really appeals to them. Maybe one that's, that's higher up on Google, maybe one that looks better. So that's where actually having a defined marketing budget will make a huge difference. And it's an interesting thing for us is we notice that more and more people ask us about marketing consultancy because, you know, they want to know, are they doing the right things? They want some help and they want some um, some additional resources to help them. So I think one of the key things that you're going to see and where it's a good investment of your time is outsourcing some of the elements of your marketing. Now, now, depending on the size of your organization, you may or you may not have a marketing, um, any marketing support. So 
great thing to do is outsource some of the key areas that are going to be important to you, which is obviously going to be your social media, your content strategy. We're going to come on to all those as well, because to be honest, it'll be a lot cheaper to get it done by an expert, um, even though intuitively you may think that's not the case. But it is because they're going to do it a lot faster and they know what they're doing. So that's one area where you want to consider, you know, if I invest in this, what's my ROI? What's my return on investment going to be? So outsourcing marketing, you're going to see more of an upswing in that. And that's going to be a really good use of your resource. Okay, next thing, it's about standing out. And it was okay maybe a few years ago to have a shoddy website. Now that's not the case. And you need to ensure that the the website that you have is uh, responsive and why what that means is it will resize um depending on what device you are viewing it from. So, you know, even at this point, as I'm recording this in um, in November, December 2014, then we are having our website upgraded. We're having some new, um, new design, a much more slicker um, uh, interface, and it's going to be responsive. Now, as I say, responsive, it means basically that you can view it on an iPad, you can view it on a smartphone, um, you can really view it on any device. And that's really important because more and more people are viewing um, websites online. And particularly, you know, if you've got a candidate that's surfing on the way back um, home in the tube or whatever, or they're on their iPad, they're probably going to be looking at your website best that they can actually see it and they can navigate it and it's nice and clear. That brings me on to branding. If you have not um, upgraded your brand in the last few years, I'm not talking about wholesale changing it because that, that's not what you I would I would recommend doing. You need the next, I always call it the next iteration of the brand. Show that you are an advancing company, that you're a company that, that stays relevant and stays current, very, very important because you know that your candidate or client is going to look around three or four different websites. And if they see yours and it's looking very unloved and very tired and very 80s, then they're probably going to go on to the next website. So, you know, in, in this day and age, you can have a great looking website that's very functional on a content management system for probably less than the cost of um, of that placement that it's going to bring you probably within a matter of days. OK, so we've talked about uh, marketing investment and we've talked about um, your website, your your online presence. The other thing I just wanted to say about um, sometimes it, it it does fascinate me that people are very happy to fiddle about on Facebook or to be adding things onto onto LinkedIn when really they they could be doing so much more with their time because it's not the best use of time. If you think about what you are paid per hour and um, what else you could be doing in the business rather than adding things onto uh, onto social media or, or whatever, then uh, that's something that I would always challenge. And I, and I challenge our clients to think about that as well. Whether it's us that people outsource to or, or, or to another company, it doesn't matter. It's like, what's the best use of your time? There are certain things in our business that I don't do because um, 
it would take me a lot longer. Yeah, I, I do love all the techie stuff, but, you know, we have a great member of our team, Trini. And what she does is, you know, I'm recording this podcast and then I just put it into Dropbox and she does everything else with it. Um, and uh, suddenly, as if by magic, it appears on our website because that is her skill. She loves doing it. She's in her flow. I'm in my flow talking about marketing. So just think about that when you're thinking about where you're using your your resource next year. We talked about websites. So what's next? This is a key point. I'm actually going to talk about it in another podcast because it's so important. And that is about reputation management. I think that's going to be a big, big thing in 2014. You know, the online arena, it, it's doing nothing but increase, increase, increase. And what is important is what are your clients and candidates and other people saying about you. How can you control that? And there are ways to do that. So um, reputation management, making sure that you have a really dominant presence on um, the, the search engines. And part of that is around having all your own social media profiles. I'm going to talk about that in another podcast because I think it's so important that uh, I'd like to cover that in a little bit more depth. Okay, next key area to spend your resource is content marketing. And Recording this podcast for us is an example of content marketing. Content marketing is fantastic. I was um, just actually watching a video um, late last night um, where someone was talking about content marketing, talking about positioning. And by having a lot of content, really good quality content online that either you have created or someone has created for you with a flow is really important. It engages people. People. It it um, it creates you as a thought leader, and it really positions you as an expert in your arena. Now, part of this is to do with the no like trust process. If you uh, listen to any of our webinars, you'll um, know what that's all about. It's about engagement. It's the fact that. And actually, it's something that we've known for years anyway, that people like to know us, then they like to uh, um, like us, then they trust us, and then they probably commit and start to um, spend money with us. Um, we've all, we've all, we're all well versed in sales. Um, you know, we are very well versed in sales as recruiters. You all know about the sales process and sometimes it can take anywhere between seven and 15 points of contact. I think I mentioned that in one of the previous podcasts before somebody converts. So having a really focused content strategy can make a huge difference. And I, I always recommend to people, you know, invest in that element of your business because what it does is it creates that inbound marketing. Now, inbound marketing, I'm not quite sure who came up with the term. A company that have made it uh, very famous is uh, is HubSpot. HubSpot, great, uh, great company online where you can get lots and lots of great information. And they talk about the inbound marketing process. And it's the ACCD process that they call it. And that is, you know, you attract. So you attract people into you. Maybe you uh, you offer a free report or you offer some really great content. Um, that people 
uh, would value actually having and reading. So they they come along, you attract them and then you start that conversion process. So you start to communicate with them. You know, maybe um, you may have signed up for this podcast and, you know, every time that you plug your iPhone in or your iPod, it's going to update and you could be listening to this wherever you have a want to listen to it. And that's giving you information. So all that time you are getting to hear my voice, you're getting to understand a little bit more about marketing. And you know, one day you might think, hmm, maybe I'll buy a product from these um, these girls or maybe I'll, uh, I'll, I'll engage them to help me with my marketing. So that's about inbound marketing. So over time, you attract people to you, you start to convert them, and then you can obviously close, close out that, um, that, um, that connection with someone so that they eventually part with money. And then you wow them later on. So you, 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 uh, um, you become dyna- uh, dynamic to them and you become dynamite to them and, uh, and they love you for it. So that's around content marketing. And that's, that's a big, big strategy. And it's a great way to be able to leverage yourself online. Now, part of that content strategy is also email marketing. And I think that that is going to become big, big, big in, um, in 2014. Um, a lot of people don't, and I think particularly with recruitment companies, they really do not leverage the database that they have and reaching out and making that connection with people. So that leads me on to something really important, and that is marketing automation. It started um, to happen really over the last sort of two or three years. We've talked about automating marketing. You know, some of you may be on one of our lists and what happens is I upload content and then I can pass that out to people. And there's a nice little sequence that people have that they're taken through. And that that is um, the real holy grail that we are all striving for. So we can put some of our lead generation onto autopilot so we can start to have this inbound process. We attract people into our, our sales funnel, our marketing funnel, and then they start to get warmed up to us. And then it makes it so much easier when somebody picks the phone up and calls you and said, ah, been looking at some of the stuff that you've been doing, really interested. Can we have a conversation? Um, I get that you understand uh, my my issues. I know that you're a local recruitment company or a, a, a recruitment company that focuses in engineering or rec to rec or whatever that might be. So that that is what we're all striving to do. And that is when I do see that um, that will only increase next year. Now, obviously, as recruitment companies, there's all sorts of database software that you have and you can communicate. I know Bullhorn, there's um, uh, endless uh, pieces of software. I think I was reading on a forum on UK Recruiter um, a couple of days ago that there's, I think there's over a hundred pieces of software. Now, now they don't always do the email side of it. So that may be something that, that you need to consider. Um, ourselves, we've just uh, just signed up for a new uh, marketing automation system that's also a CRM system. And uh, yeah, it's been a significant investment, but yet we know that that will absolutely provide us with a, a great vehicle to be able to keep in contact with our clients. So that if people, if we know people are interested in particularly, for instance, in LinkedIn, well, we can provide them content in LinkedIn. If they're not interested in social media, then we don't provide anything on 
social media and vice versa. So we can really provide an excellent service for our clients when we start to use marketing um, automation. Now, there's something to think about as well with, uh, with, with this particular element. And that is you need to make sure that you have the right strategy in place that you have, you know, the right platform that will work for you and your environment. So that's where, you know, if you're thinking about investing in some form of database software, test them out first, go and have a conversation with some other recruiters, see if it works for them. Um, then it's about the people. So the people need to be involved in how this marketing automation is going to work. And that really needs to link back into your marketing communication plan. And then obviously you've got the content that goes into your your marketing, um, your marketing funnel, if you like, and your marketing um, automation that you're going to be doing. And that, um, yeah, it, it may take some time. Again, you can outsource it. Um, that may take some time. But however, that will be a huge um, plus point for you because you know what? A lot of people aren't doing it still. And there's a huge amount of leverage that you can make from this. Imagine if you have a database of clients or candidates and you just need to start to re-engage with them because once they start to hear from you again, they warm up to you and they're much, much more likely to convert than actually having to pick up the phone and go and approach people cold. Because it's all about that adding value and being front of mind when somebody needs you. So um, if you're sending out regular communications through your automation system, then that individual is going to convert at some point. And it may not be straight away, but it'll be when they actually need you. So, um, I mean, if you look at some of the big e-commerce houses and, you know, take a note from them as well. Um, they are amazing at doing this sort of thing. Booking.com as well. You know, we're on their list. So you get all that and Premier in and people like that is they're really, really good at keeping in contact. You may say, well, it's different in recruitment. No, it's not. We're all human beings. Um, I I have a bit of a penchant for um, Liz Earl, um, which is a, a type of makeup and um, and uh, sort of cleanser and everything else. And I love the fact that I always wait till their free offers come on um, because then I can I can get it without paying postage and packing. And so I always go through all my emails. Oh, where was the last one from Liz? Um, and so I can get uh, get this, whatever. And I'll, I can get a nice little freebie or a nice little makeup bag. Irrelevant. I probably got about 50 in the house now anyway. But anyway, I digress. Short story to tell you there. So that's marketing automation. So we, we've talked about actually spending money on marketing. We've talked a little bit about reputation management. I'm going to talk about that again later. We've talked about content and this sort of automation and how you can really, really start to ramp up that inbound marketing. And the last one I want to talk about, it's very old fashioned. Um, I saw a really great name for it now called advocate marketing. Um, basically, that's referral marketing for, for those of us that are a bit, a bit longer in the tooth. Um, so good old referral marketing. And the truth is for any, uh, any business, that is the area that you want to, to really be moving towards so that, um, a large percentage of your business comes through referral, either either clients who are completely blown away that they talk to their friends down the local golf club or tennis club, or they recommend you to somebody else in the department, or they then move companies and they start using you. And this, this swell builds because of the great customer service they get from you and, and how you are known to deliver. And then with, with candidates, um, 
you know, you uh, you place candidate X, who then tells their friend that actually you want to go and talk to uh, to Jane at Acme Recruiting because she's awesome and uh, she'll sort you out. So that's that's ideally where you want to get to. And there's a super book by a guy called Michael McLaughlin, who uh, wrote one of the Gorilla Consulting books. And something he always talks about is what you should strive for in your service based business is that 60 percent of your business comes from referrals. And uh, that that would be, again, the holy grail yet again to have that happen. And, you know, you can strive to move towards that sort of uh, sort of level. But referral marketing, so it's like, well, how could I increase the amount of referrals that I get? Well, apart from A, doing a great job is, is actually to ask for them. Maybe set up a partnership relationship, maybe with somebody that... Um, is aligned to what you do so that you can have a conversation with them. And they then would be a great advocate for you, hence the term advocate marketing, that would say, well, actually, you know, if you uh, if you want to use a recruitment company, then you really should talk to X, Y, Z, or you really should have a conversation. Here's the telephone number. Now, you can set that up so, you know, ideally... Um, I don't know about you, but if I find somebody that's really, really good at something, then I am a great advocate for them. And I tell everybody about it. Well, you need to use such and such a such body. Oh, you know, um, I'll go back to my Liz Earl story. Oh, you need to use Liz Earl. But I will, I will really be the biggest fan of somebody. Um, because it's great, isn't it? To be able to, you know, when you found somebody that's good at something that they do, that you can actually share it with somebody because people really value it. Now you can have formal or informal, uh, arrangements. Um, you could have a situation where, you know, you use a referral fee and lots and lots of recruitment companies use this with great success. Now it may be that some of your budget, some of your marketing budget goes into, well, how am I going to finance this? Obviously, ideally something like a referral system that you pay for is self-financing because, um, as you're bringing in more business, then it's, it's paying for itself because the acquisition costs are a lot less. And it may be that you decide, well, okay, um, for every referral that um, XYZ brings us in, then we will pay them X. So, you know, that referral marketing, that advocate marketing, as it's called, I do see that happening more and more, particularly when it comes to this no like trust and the engagement and the fact that as the market is growing and people have more um, more money to spend. They are now deciding, yeah, we can afford to use a recruitment company. They're going to ask their pals and they're going to ask their friends, well, who would you recommend? What do you think about X, Y, Z? I've never really heard of them. Um, and if you then have all your ducks in a row, so, you know, somebody recommends um, you to uh, to an individual. Yeah, it may be a referral, but what do you think they're going to do first? Are they going to pick the phone up straight away? Well, they may or may not do. My suggestion is they're going to jump onto Google and they're going to tap your brand name in, or they're probably going to go onto LinkedIn and search for you and have a look at you and see how uh, see how you're um, how you're performing on LinkedIn. You know, maybe what's your profile like and and everything else. So you know that's what they're going to do. They're going to go and check you out. Hence the reputation management. Why that's important. Now you may you may wonder why I've not talked about LinkedIn. Well, yeah, LinkedIn is uh, is obviously there. Uh, it's it's something that's really important. I I see probably the spend on LinkedIn being very very similar uh, for recruiters um, in uh, in 2014. Apart from its natural sort of organic growth, but I do 
see these other areas really making a huge, a huge difference. And it would be where I would be recommending to people to uh, to spend their hard earned money and uh, and resources. So this is Denise in December. Um, signing off. Um, and uh, I hope this has been useful thinking about where you might want to prioritize spending your money in, uh, in 2014. So it's about, um, you know, having, having a marketing budget in the first place, maybe getting somebody to help you with your planning, you know, think about your reputation management, where you, where you're appearing on Google, think about content, think about emails, um, because then you can leverage two things there with emails. You can build your database and you can communicate with your current database marketing automation, and then finally referral. And of course, good old LinkedIn is obviously something that you're still going to continue to uh, to spend money on. So um, so this is Denise. You can obviously get this podcast on iTunes. Uh, you may be listening to it there. Or uh, if you head over to Superfast Recruitment, just go and have a look on the blog at one of the last uh, posts and you'll be able to download this transcription, be able to read it online as well. So uh, this is Denise saying bye for now. Thank you.